FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction Podcast. Thank you to Renthal for making this happen. Renthal.com, very informative website. They have a bar sizing chart. They have a dealer locator on there. They sell mountain bike stems and bars. Uh, yeah, whether it's a chain, sprockets, grips, fat bar, fat bar 36, twin wall bar, 7 eighths bar, whatever it is, Renthal.com will have you covered. And if you're listening to this and you have a dirt bike for any length of time, chances are you've used Renthal product. And you understand the quality and construction of it. Monster Energy Kawasaki, Factory Honda, Red Bull KTM. Yeah, those teams using Red Bull, uh, using Renthal. So thank you to those guys for coming on board. This is the Renthal Reaction Podcast to the 2023 Yamaha YZ450F. And when it comes to the, one of the more anticipated dirt bikes out there being released and, and it comes to riding a dirt bike, then there can only be one man on this Renthal Reaction Podcast. It's Chris Kiefer. What's up, man? How are you? Steven, how you doing? I'm good. Thank been, you for doing uh, this. It's a pleasure riding with you on this bike. Yeah. Yeah, we went out to GH. Uh, Travis Preston was there, Mike Ulrich, the crew, uh, Stevie, I don't even know Stevie's last name, um, and the new guy. Trusty. I forget the new guy's last first name. Wow. What's what's the new guy's first name? Uh, I don't know either. See? You <laughs> forgot too. He listens to the Pulp Show. I should know this. What an asshole I am. All right. Good dude. Gosh. He's new. At the testing department. He's new, and I'm drawing a blank. I do know his name. No, you don't. I screwed up. Nope. Yes, I do. Is it? Is it? Uh, um, it's not Cade. Cade's Cade uh, Clayson, but it's like oh Cade. Oh my god! I'll think of it during the show, and I'll yell it out at some point. Okay, sounds good. Uh, right. Yeah, so absolutely one of the uh, one of the more um, anticipated uh, dirt bikes out there, and uh, I've got some time on it now at Glen Helen. I, I I thought I rode pretty well. Were you happy with my length of riding time that day? Yeah, I was. Actually, okay. right. uh, we got to ride a little bit at the end of the day. I was doing my own thing, and you were doing your own thing, but we hooked up at the end of the day, and I feel like, and I told you this, but you never believe what I say, I said you actually looked really good. I felt like you, the suspension didn't look as soft as I thought it would. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know about 1.5 seconds all of that, but it looked good. Yeah, that's what RV was saying on the Pulp Show. So, um, first up, uh, this thing's all new. Kiefer, the wheels, the suspension, the triple clamps. Um, what am I else am I missing bolts on? So wheels, fork, shock, um, muffler section only. The head pipe and, and uh, mid pipe are different. And um, handlebars and stuff like that. But other thing, everything else is new. You can't swap over foot pegs or foot peg mounts mm-hmm. or swing arm or anything. But if you do have some suspension that you liked from your old bike, it will go on to the 23. So, listen, we know the bike is great. Um, and, and unbiasedly, obviously, I am biased. But unbiasedly, the thing's won a ton of shootouts. Yamaha's refined the 21, the 22, the 20 model, uh, made it into a very good bike. It won a ton of shootouts, a lot of people's best in classes. So with that in the back of my mind, I got to say, man, they kind of threw away the the template and started new, like, this is a very different bike. Uh, it keeps some of the same Yamaha characteristics that are really good, but it, it's really different. And Yamaha guys are taking a big swing here. Um, and I guess props to them for, you know, not sitting back and being like, "Ah, eh, everyone loves our bike. Let's let's give it some new plastic and re-release it or something." No, no. This is this is this thing's new. Props to Yamaha for throwing away the uh, the template and, and creating this new bike. 
Yeah, so when I first rode it back at the goat farm in Florida, it, you know, new track, different dirt. A lot of this media guys came out there, and they had big jumps. So getting a feel of the bike was secondary to getting used to some of these track conditions. So that kind of threw off some guys. But for me, when I got on it, I was like, wow, it, just the chassis itself for me felt a lot different feeling. Um, the engine also that, you know, we talked about this in the racer X, you know, video it's, it just spools up. It's a lot freer. It revs farther. Um, they increase the, the over rev by plus 500. So that is a huge thing for second gear. Um, uh, mostly everything that I experienced when I came home on this bike, when me and you rode it at Glen Helen just felt different than my 22 and i just you know we just got done racing the vet nationals and i spent some time on my stock bike before i went out and yeah there's a lot of differences and most of them are positive uh i just what today is monday i just spent yesterday out in the des riding this bike on some rough tracks and i some of the things that i disliked about it earlier in my thought process at the goat farm i actually am learning to enjoy some of the better attributes to this bike so sometimes with these new bikes that you know you're so used to riding one specific chassis for three to four years and then you get on something new same color but it just takes some time to grow on you and i think that is some of the case for me at least what's the biggest change uh handling or motor biggest change for me is just the chassis feel Mm -hmm. um I had a podcast that I did for the Kiefer Tested side, and I said if a Honda and Kawasaki had a baby, it would be the 23YZ450F just because it corners better, similar to a Honda, has more front-wheel traction, similar to a Honda, but it also has a negative um, point to it like a Honda where it has a little bit of firmness to it on some small chop or braking bumps and things. It's not as compliant um, the chassis, the frame feel as a 22. So that is something that these Yamaha guys that are tried and true, something have to get used to. But most of the Yamaha guys that I talk to, and if you go on vital forms and all these people, they, you know, they call it a, a blue fat pig and doesn't corner. Well, that kind of is out the window. Now it does corner. Now it does lean into the corner very easily. It does feel light. I can stand up longer on this bike than I could on my 22. So, that is the Honda side of things where I'm coming from. And the Kawasaki side of thing is where the Kawasaki frame is very predictable, very stable, has a lot of comfort. So it still has some of that left inside of it, like a Kawasaki and a 22 frame, but just a little bit of a sharper cornering machine and um, not quite as planted as last year's bike. So you have a blend of stability and better cornering, but, it's just not going to feel as planted as your last year's bike if you have one of those. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, when I took it out, standard map, the first thing I noticed, literally the first thing I thought the opening five laps on this bike was this motor is responsive. It's pipey. If, 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 if a four-stroke can be pipey, it's yep. pipey. It's responsive. Now, again, I only ride the Yamaha. You ride other bikes, but... What a change, because the motor on the 22, it's very broad, it's very slow feeling, it's not hard hitting, it's just got a great power band everywhere, in my opinion, low, mid, high, the bike is predictable, slow building, pulls pulls good throughout the range, 
And this one was like, oh, like two strokey. Do you, yes or no? Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. Like I feel like it spools up quicker. Mm-hmm. So for the people out there that are wondering what that means is um, it, this, the engine is a freer feeling engine. It doesn't feel as tight. It doesn't have that torquey um, grunt feeling that Mathis is talking about, like the 22. It, it's a really a freer feeling, has more excitement. It's spunky. Um, but yeah, spunky. What's weird, spunky, spunky. Yeah. Yeah. What's weird about usually when you get an engine that is spunky and freer feeling and spools up quick, you have to short shift, but this bike, especially in second gear, you can let this thing eat after you're out of the corner for a long time down the straightaway, which is unlike what that character is because usually, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, the Kawasaki side of thing is a spunky feeling second gear feel, but it, you have to shift pretty early because it doesn't um, have as much over rev. Well, the Yamaha has a lot of over rev and it does pull very far. So you can use second gear more than you could on your 22. And the negative side of that a little bit is it's not as luggable in third gear as the 22 because of that freer feeling. But I think going to a 52 rear sprocket, um, Steve, Stevie, the guy you don't know his last name, Tarkowski. You know he works for Yamaha. Steve. Yeah, well, Stevie. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> he said uh, that he likes the he preferred a fifty-tooth rear, and stock is a thirteen forty-nine. So that is something for you guys out there that are listening, and you're going to get one of these, and you want some of that lugability and that third gear cornering um, bike back. You just go up, go up, do that Jody, do the Jody, and go up one tooth. You know. Yeah, I put a uh, on my 22. I put a blue Renthal sprocket on, you know, and just never mind how it works. It just looks great. Um, <laughs> well, you also use I, a Cherubi's fork lug guard. So oh, those are good too. Yeah, um, I uh, I went up to 50. Yeah, I went up to 50 on the 22. So I will be doing that as well. Partly because my wheel that I'm putting on from W has that 50 Renthal on. So I will just I don't want to change the sprocket. So I'll just put that 50 on. It'll be perfect. You just swap some parts over. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the motor is. I think you nailed it. Um, it's still got some Yamaha characteristics for sure. It's not yep. now. Tell me if I'm wrong. I've looked at some dyno charts, uh, some shootouts, and everything else. It looks like the Honda hits hard, and Cowie hits hard, but Yamaha doesn't. And I don't think this thing hits as hard. Even though I said it feels more pipey, more responsive. I think that's different from hitting hard. It doesn't hit hard still. Yeah, so I think you're right. Honda does hit hard. Mm-hmm. Cowie does have hit hard so what i what i consider hitting hard is rpm response that's what we kind of call it like maybe it doesn't have a lot of low end but it has really responsive feel down low rpm the honda is very much like that it's jerky so that that excitement that might get you as you're going down a straightaway mm-hmm. might hurt you when you're rolling corners same with the cowie that has that sharp response down low um, but the yamaha although responsive just seems more connected to the rear wheel, which in turn makes it a lot easier for us guys that roll inside corners um, to be able to get some traction Mm -hmm. and not screw up your corner. But I do say it has more excitement than the 22. I really like the best part of the bike is I don't have to shift so soon in second gear. Second gear was pretty short for me on the, on the Yamaha. It forced me to ride third gear in 2022. Well, now I have the option Similar to a KTM 450, and you haven't ridden one of those, Steve, but you kind of have to shift to second on a KTM in corners 
And on last year's Yamaha, you just rode third. Mm-hmm. Well, now you have an option with the new Yamaha where you can downshift to second or go up a tooth and you can go back to your third gear. So for me, it it's a little bit more of a freedom um, for the vet guys. And uh, if you can rewire your brain to downshift one more time in the corners with this bike, I think it'll reward you coming out. So uh, Yamaha did a great job with the engine. I have almost zero complaints about the engine. I think that right there is – I usually put a Vortex on my last year's bike. I don't know. You probably rode my bike. I did. Yeah, your, your yeah. bike is uh, – with the fuel and the Vortex and your suspension – your bike was uh, real pipey, like this one. It, yes. not, it was probably it, it was more than this one, more than the stock one, uh, but it definitely took that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I was gonna say, like the twenty three is more that direction. Yes. Like what I did to my bikes. Yep. For sure. And uh, people are asking me, "Hey, what are you gonna do to it?" And I'm like, "Right now, I'm probably not gonna do much to it because it's so broad and easy to use. Yet I have that excitement down low. So." Yeah, they did a great job with the engine, and and it's also for me. I don't know if you noticed this. The the intake noise, usually what we get from the 22, it's not as apparent or loud as it on the 23. No, no definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it does with, have a weird whistle to it. Do you hear that? It, it has a weird whistle. Once it warms up, it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so staying with the motor on the Rental Reaction pod, um, generally speaking, Travis Preston, uh, you know, the great Travis Preston, by the way. Uh, beating great. Ja- Get out of the way, Travis. Beating James Stewart um, in a championship. He has given me maps for 21, 20, 22, and I've always preferred them, whether it was TP1, TP2, TP3, whatever. I've always liked his maps. Uh, the, this Yamaha has the ability. And by the way, pro- the Yamaha cleaned up the, the bars really nicely. No more yeah. launch control button. No more separate kill button. It's all in a little. Um, it's uh, on a cluster. Yeah, yeah, it's in a cluster on the left side of the bar. The, everything's there much better than the old setup. Um, uh, TP put in a map with traction control, something that they're, uh, they're, they're also touting for a, um, an ECU this year. And yep. I didn't like it. I didn't like it as much. The, the TC, the traction control robbed the pipiness of the motor. And yep. I, I asked those guys, and they were like, yeah, that's, that's kind of what it does. But, you know, it's theoretically it's traction control. It hooks up. It keeps the rear wheel from breaking loose, all of that. Ah, I didn't like it for the first time ever. I didn't like a map that TP put in my bike. It was fine. It wasn't terrible, but I liked the stock map better. I got to I got to ride it more, but that's where I'm at right now. So last year when you you went to the TPs because it was too jerky, and the uh, TP helped that last year, Steve. The TP three map, I thought, yeah, brought it. I thought the T, TP three map made it livelier. Okay, yeah. So usually when I went to a TP three map previous years it, it helped that jerkiness down low and mm-hmm. then made it better delivery out of the corner mm-hmm. so i think you like this the all zero map what we call it the stock map mm-hmm. which chiz likes as well um i feel like it's because obviously you're a bigger rider you need some of that grunt but it's not so jerky or, or herky jerky in the corners that it's upsetting your chassis so mm-hmm. i agree i i was really kind of torn between the stock map and then there is a, a map that that Travis created called Control Torque Map, and I've been using that more, and that was my map too, and I've been using map two a lot with the Control Torque. And then I created my own map on Sunday, which was a little in between the Control Torque and Stock. So um, 
Yeah, it's, well, it's just I'll, super I'll, easy. I'll see if Travis use. approves of that one before. Uh, uh, he will not. I can okay. guarantee right. that. Well, probably, I, yeah. I'm not going to put it in my bike until Travis <laughs> approves it. So, um, yeah. But so, how easy yeah. is it for you to use? Did you use it at all, the Power Tuner app? No, not yet. I have not looked at the new Power okay. Tuner. No, no. So real quickly, before we go on moving on, like they've evolved the Power Tuner map. You have to do an update on your phone. Um, if you have a 23 motorcycle, the whole grid itself is the same, but yet now they have a thumb slider where you can just drag this this bar and it'll change the map for you instead of having to input the numbers. So it just makes it a little bit more functional. It does have TC, and you can drag that thumb bar across to add more, less, and it's the same thing with if you want more low-end to mid-range, you can just drag that and it changes the grid itself. Or if you like to do it manually, you can do it that as well. But there are, I think, three pre-programmed maps already. And then you have that slide bar where you can actually change the mapping um, via just slide bar. So for you old guys out there that are scared to use your iPhone with your, your bike, it's actually pretty easy. You can ask Steve. I'm not that no. uh, geeky when it comes to tech stuff. No. And it's fine for me. <laughs> yeah, you're going to struggle for life swap with all these buttons I have to do. <laughs> um, all right, so that's the uh, that's the motor uh, look at the 23. Um, improved, I think. Yes, yes, I would agree. Yep, I but different. Improved, but different. Um, different, but I think it's all for the better for me. Yeah, yeah, especially for you, I would think, pro guy. Uh, I think that you would like that. Uh, Chassis-wise... This bike, you sit on it. You don't sit in it. Maybe that's that was a little bit of a complaint of the older Yamaha, even though they had worked to narrow it over the years, and it was no longer the fattest bike out there. I believe. I think it was. I think there was a bike fatter than the uh, Yamaha. It still was wide, um, and they've gotten rid of all of that. This is a. I sit on this twenty three, and it, it feels like sitting on a Honda. Yeah. So yeah. I, for me, like an analogy, it's easy for me to remember. Is like. It's like you break up with your chick and she had some she has some weight on her, you know, and then you see her, you know, the next year and she's just looking banging. She lost, you know, 20 some pounds. She's all done up. You're like, holy crap. So that's the new Yamaha. Like mm -hmm. it's only six pounds on paper, but it's like 20 pounds on the track. So she's the new and improved uh, X and slimmer. You're on top of her no more. Yeah. Uh, minus five down, minus five back with the foot peg and mount. And that's usually where I'd be ending up on my last year's bike. So that is nice. So that opens the cockpit up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And for you guys out there thinking, ah, it's just five millimeters. It's not that much difference. But it is a big difference. Trust me. And they use the same stock bar bend. But we are now in the front hole, Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. We are in the front hole, which I prefer the front hole, Steve. No, we're in the rear hole. No. Well, what do you call the rear? I call front. It's like... Right at the beginning. That's the first oh, hole. That's see, the I, front hole. Yeah, that's rear hole because it's rear of the bike. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. So. Okay. Okay. Different terms. But yeah, back. We're different, it, but same, same. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they've moved that. 22, they put the bar up front, uh, closer to the front tire. And uh, now they've gone back. And it definitely feels like a different bike. I'm with Chiz and Eli. They both told me that it feels lighter than five pounds. It definitely does feel lighter than five pounds. I think that cockpit being opened up and being able to move around it a little bit. Uh, uh, contributes to that placebo feeling of more than five pounds. Um, and the engine, I think, too. And the engine, yeah, and the engine, too. You could really cut down on a turn. Like, I'm nowhere near the rider you are, but there were some turns at Glen Helen that if you kept going, it got rougher on the exits and, and ruddy on the exits, and I didn't like that because I suck. So I would cut down left and right 
of that and try to hit as smooth as part. And this bike was easy to do that with just like your shoulder and your arm and the bike just, just dove inside. I think the Supercross guys are going to love this thing. Yeah, I agree. I think the chassis is built for, um, I don't want to use Honda's term, but it is, is razor sharp cornering. Like I feel like it's, uh, it does corner better. Like Steve said, it, you can cut down off of blown out berms. You can, you can think, you can see something up ahead. You're like, Oh shit. And the, turn and it actually will react versus the old yamaha which took a little bit of work um but like i said at the top of the show at there is some give and take and with some of that you're gonna suffer with some stability and it's not quite as stable as the 22 but um there could be a lot of contributing factors such as it dropped weight so with less weight comes less stability Mm -hmm. um you have a different frame that's built for cornering so there's less stability but I'm telling you guys, it's not um, – I was on board the first time I rode it going, oh, my God, I'm thinking it's too Honda-like. I'm not going to like it at the goat farm. Then I rode it out here, and I'm like, okay, it's better because I changed some fork settings. I changed the shock, and I was like, it's better. And then I rode again out here on a track that's really rough, fast, and I dialed in the suspension more, and it's it's pretty stable still. not as stable as a 22, but it didn't scare me. So I'm relieved the fact that – it's a little blend of like the Honda and the Cowie. It's just different than your 22. So it might take a little time to grow on some people, but it's slowly but surely it's growing on me. For people who are listening to this Renthal Reaction podcast, Chris was whining to Preston about the stability of the bike and yes. things that he felt like. And Travis just goes, all quiet. Chris, <laughs> do you think maybe your skills are slipping? Do you think maybe you're just, you know, you're just not as fast anymore? Oh, I loved yeah. it. Made my day. Yes. It's it's it, our circle of friends. There's not a lot of love going. <laughs> no, so no. It's, it's a tough no. love. Chris, just you know, and then of course I chimed in there too, automatically. Yeah, of but, course. Yeah, you pile on. Yeah, awesome. yeah. No, it was great. I really liked that. <laughs> he was. But he do was, you know? I mean, seriously, do you notice less stability? I do not. Bike? I don't think I go fast enough. Seriously, I mean, because coming down the hill at GH, or you know, I, I can think of the coming off the mini mini Talladega. Uh, the starts, the start straight. Uh, those are yep. places that you would think I would notice less stability. I didn't. I really didn't. Okay. And the suspension was soft for me, right? It's, I'm I'm over the weight limit of the, well, my speed also, um, speed and weight. Uh, the bike is soft um, for me, and I didn't notice it. I really didn't. Uh, you would know better than I would. You're going to be fourth half throttle coming into a turn, right? Like, yeah. But I didn't yeah. think so. And and I think also too like. I agree. Like some skill levels will not be able to feel that stability change and they will be able to feel the cornering change. So that's the difference. What I'm trying to get, get through on this podcast Mm -hmm. is the stability may be down a little bit, but the cornering has gone up a lot. So that trade for me, the juice is worth the squeeze. Like I would take a little bit of less stability and get that cornering progress. And most of the people out there will take that cornering um, ability better because you know, that's, that's where most people struggle. Yeah, morning, you can't have right? both. It's just impossible to have both. Yeah. I mean, you can have a fine line there, of which I felt like the, the old bike did pretty well. Didn't turn that sharp, but also was pretty stable. But it's yep. hard to have both of those things uh, it is. In, in, in a dirt bike, you know. Um, and for me, the suspension, yep. so um, their, their stock settings are a lot different than last year's bike. So stock fork height is plus 7 mil. That's the um, part I was going to get to. You could – those I thought I didn't think they made a mistake, but when I first looked at them, I'm like, "Is that right?" And they're like, "Yeah, that's yeah. stock." And I'm like, "Wow, these are high." Right. So, 
Um, 97 millimeter is the sag reading what they start with. And I'm like, wow, everything's high. Mm -hmm. So you got your ass end up high. You got your fork up high somewhere like Glen Helen faster. If I was East coast tight tracks ruddy, maybe I would stick with the plus seven millimeter fork height, but I dropped mine back down to five millimeter and then ran a sag at 100. Mm -hmm. And for me, it made the bike that stability that I was complaining about. It calmed it down a little bit. And it didn't hurt my cornering. So if people ride their bike and they want a little bit more stability and don't want to hurt the cornering, just drop your fork a little bit, um, lower your sag to 100, 101, and that will help a lot. Um, I went plus three on the compression on the fork to get a little bit stiffer, and that also helped. So it's just a little bit different setting. And what I think Yamaha's trying to do is help that chassis corner and make it better there. And, and obviously those settings will do that. It'll put more front, um, put more pressure on the front tire when you're going through corners. And I just feel like I don't need that much, um, weight on the front end when I come in the corner. So for me, I just wanted to drop it and you can do that and it'll respond to it. So it's pretty an easy fix. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing with it a bit more and get my suspension set up a bit better as well. I have some cool suspension to put on. As well from very the, cool from suspension. the KYB guys. So, yes. um, Renthal.com. Please check them out. Your local dealer, Motorsport.com. Get the bars settled. Get uh, what's your bar of choice for Renthal? So, Stephen, do you know the stock? If you want a Renthal fat bar, do you know the number you would mm. get if you want the stock bend of a Yamaha? No, I have to ask Parabinos. It's six oh two. Okay. So Renthal fat bar six oh two is the stock dimensions for the Yamaha bar, which I like. I like that bar bend. I do too. You know, I, I I've been running stock bar, and yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I'm, I generally speaking, I'm a nine seven one or a Reed Henry in Pro Taper. Dude, that's so old school. Why are you so high? That's too high. I, I yeah. So this new one, I, I like it. Yeah. 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 Can we get to your complaints, please? We can. Uh, let me finish Renthal. Renthal dot com. Uh, <laughs> grips, sprockets, chains, bars. You know the name. Uh, cloth bar pads are out too now. Cloth bar pads, old school. Uh, oh, they're finally out? Yeah, I love those guys that they did this. Yeah, they're, they're out. So please check it out. Renthal.com, Renthal Reaction here with uh, with Kiefer on the 23. Yamaha YZ450. couple of things before the complaints. Chris, um, I mentioned the cluster. Really cool. Not so many buttons and everything else is in a good spot. Filter access is better. It's a different filter from yep. the past few years. So it's, it's going to be a little harder to change. But the access and the way the lid works is better. The flip-up tank thing, seat thing, it doesn't have two tethers on it. It only has one tether on it. So it's it doesn't want to close itself all the time. So it's better. Yeah. That's better. Uh, I also didn't like the rear fender that it had like an indent in the back uh, for the Yamaha tuning fork. That's gone. So I like that, that it's gone. Uh, all the side panels will be easier to put plastics on or stickers on, I should say. Not so many curves. I like yeah. that. Um what else I like is when you do maintenance on the shrouds, you take your shrouds up, there's not 27 bolts for each shroud. That's less. Yep. Um, taking a rear fender off a of 22, there's 27 bolts on that. There's less of that. Have you seen the seat bolts? They're like super long. They're 8 mil heads from 10, and yep. they're real long. Yep. Real long. So I took the seat off there today. I was changing some suspension around. Mm -hmm. um, easier to take uh, the gas tank. It's two bolts. Bam, bam. You can flip it up, take your shock off. That's what's awesome about a Yamaha. You just simply flip your gas tank up, and you can just pull that shock right out. Yeah. Super easy. I do like that one tether on the seat mm -hmm. that it's not going to suck. try to suck that little um, secondary mini seat you know, back in. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the front tab is a Zeus fastener to, you know, to take that front portion of the seat off, which I, I think it's, uh, it's okay. It's, it's whatever. And, uh, for me, the air filter system is built a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, last year's system, um, just that flat filter was just kind of cheesy. It didn't really, wasn't really safe. You know, you suck a lot of dirt. So this new filter is a lot better. It's more like a twin air power flow filter. Um, just real quick too. So it is a different part number for the air filter, but the oil filter is the same as a 22. I just got confirmed that today. So if you guys have old oil filters, those will work on your 23. Okay. Things I didn't like. I, okay. I got one more to add to the list. Oh, I'll start with now. that. Yeah. I don't like the dimpled clutch cover. Oh, okay. I don't really like all those dimples in it. I'm not okay. sure why they did that. So we got one aesthetic problem. Go ahead. I don't like the stock bar pad. It needs to be beefier. <laughs> it's too skinny, too hard. It's not going to do you much good if it's you slam cheap. your face on there. Yeah. The, the, Yamaha is an elite brand. They need to fix that. Um, I don't like the grips. Too fat. I don't like stock Yamaha grips. They're just too too big. Okay. Um, a lot of people had complaints about the front fender, front number plate, and yeah. it is pretty small. But you don't notice it on the bike when you're riding. The front fender, it just seems like a normal front fender. Uh, it did look super short in the initial photos, but when you ride the bike, you're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, so that's so, those are all so, great. Those are yeah. That's all your complaints. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I don't know what else anybody would want to talk about. <laughs> so, quick note about the front fender and the and the front number plate. Um, I was jacking around in the garage the other day and I, I took the front fender off and the front number plate and you can bolt it. If you don't like it, you can bolt the 22, you know, front fender and number plate that, that will work. That will bolt right up. Um, if you just want to change your front number plate and leave the shorty front fender, that will not work because there's a big gap. Um, so if you don't like the front fender, which I was with Steve on that. I was like, eh, I don't like the front fender. And then I saw the bike and it grows on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked at Yamaha when the 09 switched to the 10, and when we started testing the 2010 bike, and I was like, this thing looks ugly. It's disgusting looking. The 09 looked way better. And then after about six months in on the, the 2010 model, I looked at the 09. I'm like, oh, that thing looks like a dated old pig. You know? mm-hmm. like, so I do think it's just going to take a little time for us to get used to it. You know, Motorcycle people don't like change. You know, I didn't like blue rims. I'm like, what the hell is up with the blue rims? Blue rims look hideous. Uh, I don't like blue rims, blah, blah, blah. And then I like, I like blue rims now. I'm fine. Blue rims are good. Yeah. yeah. It's even awesome when you go to, if like you went to W or whatever, and you got that Excel blue on it. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's my major complaints. And so if Yamaha's listening, then maybe they, wow. they could do something about that. Big complaints there. Big complaints. Yeah, trying to be fair here, Chris. <laughs> but, yeah, I really enjoy riding the bike. I'm coming around. I, I I try to talk openly on my on my videos and to say, hey, look, it's my first time. Give me some time to to figure this stuff out. And I I'm just like everybody else. I probably don't like change as much as the other guy because I'm an enthusiast as well. And it takes a you know a few rides to to work out some things. And so I'm coming around, Steve. I'm not all in. I'm not gonna it's a, suck the teat yet, but I'm coming around. It's a paradox because. The, you got to get comfy on a bike and you got to, you know, race it and ride it a lot to know how good it is and all that. But we all, everyone rushes to judgment because everyone wants to make their um, their purchases, you know, and everyone wants to know how the new bike is. But you really do need time on it for sure. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, that's that's too bad. That's the so way. So yeah, for the for the people getting and they're going to buy it, right? And you're going to write it. Give yourself a few days. Like don't freak out on the first day. Like if you feel some different things, don't freak out because I freaked out a little bit. Um, so ride two or three times and then start changing some things. Let it break in. Um, cause a lot of those Yamaha feels are different. So just, just know that if Preston is listening to this and chances are he's not, but if he ever listens to this, I need a new map. I'll get you a map. My map's good. No, I'm not running your map. I need one. I need from one from TP. What if I just call it TP map and don't tell you? <laughs> then that's fine. Then I'll, then I'll try it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. In, so your shootouts, you're doing shootouts this year. Uh, yep. end of next month, it looks like it's going to happen. So. I will be coming out to ride, and uh, the Yamaha will win my shootout. So, man, I don't, I don't even know if I want your score in my shootout because I feel like it's just going to f it all up. Yep. Well. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm the mole. I'm the mole <laughs> in your shootout. <laughs> I, listen, I, but uh, to wrap this thing up, props to Yamaha for taking a. Like I said off the top, they took a bike that was winning every all our shootouts and won the championships with Eli Tomac. And all of this stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, no, we we got a brand new bike coming, and it's vastly different, uh, and it's good, uh, but it's vastly different." And and I think that takes some cojones for an, for an OEM, especially a Japanese OEM, conservative by nature, to do yeah. that. Yeah, and they and they did a good job, and they got good guys. Not to, I really don't want to give Travis credit, but I will say that the guys that they do have in the R and D area there in Cyprus are good. Um, test riders they know what they're doing steve butler has been around for years he's not gonna sign off on something that's that's not better mm-hmm. um so i've known those guys for a long time so there's some peace of mind there and it's the yamaha's durable that's one thing you can always you count on yep uh, so if you're looking for a durable bike that feels good on the track like it's hard Eat. it's it's really hard to beat a yamaha and i was at the the Swap Moto shootout today, doing some stuff for Racer X there, and I just kind of heard some comments around the shootout because their 450 shootout was going on, and and a lot of people really liked the Yamaha. So yeah, yeah. Well, bike of the year. Ah, you gonna get the Monster Dish? Uh, no, we because stick with blue. I heard you went Here to a con- we I heard you went to a concert Here and you wore go. your Monster hat at the concert, like just at a <laughs> civilian event. You just wore the Monster hat. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, yeah, that's right, everybody. I'm a monster guy. Yep. I heard Listen, that's it's a- not my monster hat. It was my kid's monster hat, and it was mm-hmm. in the car, and I needed the hat, and that's what I had. Yeah. Well, I heard and that I you did that. And I get flack for it. Sorry. That's my sources say. You're wearing monster hats in civilian events, so you obviously oh want – you know, maybe you want the monster a dish. Pretty soon – you know what's going to be awesome when the Pulp Show gets sponsored by Monster? That's what's going to be awesome. That won't happen, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, cool, man. Uh, thanks for the time. I know you're just like I said, you got home from a long day at Cahia. And uh, so I appreciate you sitting down for the Renthal Reaction 2023 Yamaha YZ 450. If you guys have any more questions, just email Chris at keyforinktesting.com. Yeah, so Chris at keyforinktesting.com. You yep. can go listen to this podcast, the Key for Tested podcast. We can talk <laughs> about it. And you can go to Steve and I's video. There's all kinds of Yamaha content. There is. There's a lot. Yep. So whatever your preferred method is, uh, check it out. And, uh, All right. Thanks, Christopher. See you, Stephen.